Hi there, Calvary Bible Church, the incredible body of Christ in Nassau, Bahamas, and welcome to other online viewers. Today I want to share with you about social distancing from yourself. <laughs> social distancing from yourself. The Apostle Paul, before he came to know Christ as Lord and Savior by faith, was called Saul, and he had quite a religious resume. He passes that along to us in Scripture in Philippians chapter 3, and uh, verses 1 to 11. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. To write the same things again to you is no trouble for me and a great safeguard for you. Beware of the dogs, beware of the evil workers and the false circumcision, for we are the true circumcision who worship in the Spirit of God and glory in Christ Jesus and put no confidence in the flesh. And now the verses are going to go on to show how Paul used to put confidence in his flesh, but no longer does. Although I myself might have confidence even in the flesh, if anyone else has a mind to have confidence in the flesh, I far more. Now he starts his Jewish pedigree. Circumcised the eighth day of the nation of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law, a Pharisee, as to zeal, a persecutor of the church, as to righteousness, which is found in the law, blameless. But, a very crucial word in scripture, wherever you encounter B-U-T, but, something's going to swing here 180 degrees. All that religious pedigree, all that Jewishness of Jewishness that he used to hang his hat on to make him right with God is going to swing dramatically on this verse. But, whatever things were gained to me, those things I have counted as loss for the sake of Christ. He says, my balance sheet that used to have Jewishness in the asset column now has Christ in the asset column. And my Jewishness, if that's what I'm counting on to get me right with God, it's a liability. And then he says, moreover, more than that, I count all things to be loss in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, there are different Greek words for know. This particular Greek word is experientially knowing, knowing by experience, not theory, not textbooks, but by actual day-to-day -day experience with the living Christ who is alive after resurrection. So he says in verse 8, more than that, I count all things to be lost in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things. In other words, he's saying, for Christ's sake, I've turned these other things over. I don't count on them. I don't dwell on them. I don't point to them to make people think I'm special. I have turned them over. I've suffered loss of all things. Now watch this. And count them but rubbish in order that I may gain Christ. Now, the Greek language is rather graphic here. The Greek word for rubbish is manure. He counted all those previous religious accomplishments on his Jewish resume as being manure, worthless, unpleasant. That's striking. Verse nine, let me go back to eight. More than that, I count all things to be lost in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I've suffered the loss of all things, and count them but rubbish, in order that I may gain Christ, and may be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own derived from the law, that's how he used to do things, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which comes from God 
on the basis of faith, that I may know, there it is again, experientially knowing, that I may know through experience him, Christ, and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death. Yes, I think whether we're in a pandemic or we're out of a pandemic, the Bible calls us to socially distance ourselves from ourselves, from the things that we might look to that give us merit, significance, prominence, uh, for people to sit up and take notice of us, the trophy on our shelf, the university or college degree framed on our wall. Whatever that we would glory in except glorying in Jesus really has to be counted as manure. There was a young, exceptional young man named Bill Borden. Bill Borden came from an extremely wealthy family. He was a millionaire. His family were millionaires. And they earned their money through silver mining in Colorado. But a young Bill Borden was saved and trusted Christ to be his savior at Yale University. And then he went on to Princeton Theological Seminary to prepare to be a missionary. He wanted to be a missionary in China. And on his way to China, he went to serve Christ in Egypt. And he contracted cerebral meningitis. And Bill Borden, with his whole future ahead of him, succumbed to the meningitis in Cairo and died at the age of 25 years old. He said of his own perspective before having the disease, no reserves, no retreats, no regrets. On a simple tombstone in a simple cemetery in Cairo, Egypt is the epitaph, apart from faith in Christ, there is no explanation for such a life. Apart from faith in Christ, there is no explanation for such a life. That would be a good epitaph for which we would strive. That except you factor in that our faith has been in Jesus Christ for salvation and sanctification and glorification, that he is our purpose, he is our highest good, he is our significance, he is our identity. Apart from those things, nobody could explain our lives because we weren't chasing money. Bill Borden could have chased money because we weren't chasing fame, but rather we socially distanced ourselves from ourselves to be tight with Christ.